remember, but that's okay. So, <clears throat> oh, I've just cleared my throat. Oh. Excusez-moi. I'm sorry I'm late. There's uh, like I, nuts traffic and then I'm driving along and I can see all the, uh, the leftover ashes and stuff from the fire that was um, near Coburn yesterday. So it's crazy. The fires are just nuts. Anyway. Yeah. And you had quite the experience as well. I, I did. And you know what? It's nothing compared to what everybody over east is handling. Um, it's, but it gave me the appreciation of, you know, you're better off to be safe than sorry. Like it said, watch and act. So I was like, yeah, well, if we have to get in our cars and drive away, I want all of those necessary things. So obviously I started with photo albums and mm. um, some jewellery of my great-grandmothers and I'm like, well, that stuff's done. So I better get some shoes. <laughs> I told my friend at work that and she cracked up. She's like, that's my kind of girl. These are my favorite shoes. I put them on to show you which particular shoes were in the container first. I'm like, I'm never going to replace them. They're so gorgeous. I can't even remember where I got them. So I put in some of my my nice like 30s, 40s style shoes. Yeah, yeah, the ones that you're never going to find ever again. That's right. So um, and then I went, what else should I? Well, I need underarm because, you know, I, if I have to stay somewhere, I don't want to stink. Oh, yeah. And uh, my Peter Alexander pajamas. <laughs> what is necessary in life? Comfortable pajamas and awesome shoes. I just laugh so hard that um, the first things that you put in the car were photos and underwear. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Because, hey, look, if I'm away for that, I'm not going to borrow somebody else's undies. I want my own undies. <laughs> so, you know, and I made sure to pack Bryce's little bag. Didn't pack anything for Chris. but you know. Well, he's an adult. He can pack for himself. That's right. He did come and, and, and do his do own thing. Do you know thing, what I am yeah. going to do? I am going to disappear from the microphone briefly. And right. I'm going to um, I'm going to get a bottle opener because I just realised that. Ah. Y'all brought some wine that needs a bottle opener. It's not a twisty top. No. I I actually don't know when the last time I had to use a bottle opener was. Which In my day, I struggled with a a, a corkscrew many, many a time. But now we just crack them open because that's what young people do is they open their cracks. Oh, they crack their opens. Do I... I hope um, this is all getting recorded because this is quality stuff and I do enjoy talking to myself. Shush. 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 Uh, I, think, uh, I think this is your responsibility as well because I have not the knack for this screwing business. That, that's fine. Uh, there, there you are, Every my time lass. I see someone taking a, um, a bottle apart with the, um, that needs, you know, the whole corkscrew apparatus thing going on, it always reminds me of that episode of Black Books. Um, you know, the one where Bernard and Fran have broken themselves. Oh, and I and, think I know the and one you're yeah, about. and so they got to try and <laughs> it's a boy. <laughs> Oh dear. I love that. But uh, um, we are recording this on not long after there's been massive fires over east. So if you are still able to donate, that would be great. I went to uh, Catalano & Co in um, Baldivis, bit of a shout out for the local. And um, all they were doing 100% of proceeds from coffee or coffee-like drinks to I think the firefighters or, or some kind of donation of charity. Yeah, I think there's some really good specific 
ones yeah. available. Um, ACTU has actually got on their website um, some really good options for donating because they've kind of researched them. Yeah, well, see, this this is the thing. There's so many of them um, that it is best to to do the the research and just find the best ones that the where the money is going to get there instead of part of it being, you know, distributed to admin costs and stuff like that those sorts of things those sort of annoying little things but yeah it was it's what I went through was nothing compared to you know what they went through but um better to be safe than sorry I say well it's not just like the better to be safe than sorry it's good that you've got an action plan yeah I knew where all of the things were um and I I've got a big um chest full of all the letters that Chris and I have sent to each other over over the our years, including emails that we used to send to each other. No, that's um, so cute. When you say letters, yeah. do you mean like proper letters? No, like our cards and then the emails that we used to send to each other, you know, happy fifth anniversary. And I'm like, I'm reading some of them and going, oh, we were disgusting, weren't we? <laughs> we were so ridiculous. But um, yeah, oh, I do love that sound. Reconstituted cork as well, by the looks of things. So um, what we have here is an Egyptian red wine, um, which my husband was gifted by a colleague who was coming back from from his travels. He's actually from Egypt. And I have to wait for this. It's it's an important noise. It is an important noise, but I've not used my normal corkscrew. I use those muscles, baby. Yeah, um, I might need to. It's almost there. Yeah, it's. I've just muffed it up a little bit. Not heard that in reference to taking a cork out before. Hopefully, I can get it. All the tension, (laughs) the suspense, the grunting. It's quite a long cork as well. Oh, that was a bit delicate, wasn't it? It was a delicate little pop. Little pop. Delicate um, pop. Yeah, I just munted up a little bit. Um, How does I've, it I've got, I've actually got a favourite corkscrew that um, that's from Margaret River. It's um, from Redgate Wines, and it's my oh. favourite corkscrew in the whole entire world. <clears throat> I can't bloody find it. How does it smell? Oh, interesting. Because so this Egyptian wine, my husband was told that <clears throat> this particular. Um, winemaker is one of the biggest winemakers in Egypt. I did a little bit of research um, while I was at home and they've got a big Facebook um, presence and they've got festivals and like winter wonderland events and stuff like that. So they kind of, it, it looks a little bit like a Sandalford, like if you're from WA, you know, they big put on big events and stuff like that and right. sell quite a lot of stuff. And the wine variety itself is originally from Spain. So can you – do you think you can pronounce that? B-O well, – I'm going to go with Bobal. Yeah, that's how I was thinking. And it's the third most popular grape behind uh, – in Spain behind something else and Tempranillo. So um, I I got the thought that it might sort of taste like a Cab Sav, maybe a Shiraz. Hmm. It's I smelling. Think it's probably about right. It smells pretty smelling strong. The cork. I am smelling the cork. So, Smell is the it cork. Omar Rayam? Do you think the name of the so wine? Omar Rayam is a. He was a poet during the Crusades. Mm. So I'm not too sure. The actual brand itself mm. is the one down the bottom here. Ah. Um, 
Jana Kils Vineyards. And I'm I'm sure I'll take I've just a photo of the label. I'll put it up. That cr- put it up on the Instagrams. Um, but you know, I did quickly have a look at who this Omar person was. Lewis has come into. We're we're letting it breathe a little bit, um, Lewis, and he's like, no, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> it's it's. I'm gonna have oh, it. Oh, that smoke's made your your voice a little bit like chesty yeah. with the old asthmas. <clears throat> it does. I apologise for that. No, no, Damn no, don't asthma. need to apologise at all. I just <clears throat> realised just then, poor thing. Um, well, while you're looking up that, I might talk to you a little bit about my alternate corkscrew um which was actually it's quite a nice one um nice and heavy and it's um stainless steel and it's from lambert bridge and it was one of the wineries that we went on when it was lewis's and mine oh my gosh we haven't said who we are so oh. i'm Catherine. Huh, i'm rachel and um so when my husband lewis and i um were having our 10th wedding anniversary i think it was we were we went to the well, we are going to go to Napa, but we ended up going to the Sonoma wine region. Oh, my and God. it was amazing. And we just said to the driver, look, just take us to wherever you think is good. He's like, okay, what do you like? And he was really cool. Um, one of the places that we went to was Lambert Bridge. And it worked out the the lady who did our wine tasting used to work down in Margaret River. Oh. Yeah, she was, she was American, but she um, spent some time over in Margaret River working. So well, that was I mean, so cool. It, it makes a little bit of sense that if you are in that industry that you would bounce around the, some of those areas. That, I think you it know. might have been to do with following a boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't done that once or twice? <laughs> exactly. But have a feel. It's, it's quite a nice little object. I think that uh, it was... Object. Object. Because we got I, some really uh, cool things. Actually, mm, I, I might nice. see if Lewis might return. Return, um, Lewis. But can you go via the service bell? Where's that bell? The service bell. The service bell, yes. In the, in the drawer, um, there is yeah. – no, no, no. The um, I'm not after the aerator. I was actually – oh, actually, you could bring the aerator. But I was actually after the little – you know, the pourer from Coppola? Oh. Because um, that was another cool little wine thing that we picked up as well. It's, it's nice to go somewhere that has a name to it as well. Yeah. You're like, mm. Well, actually, it's Francis Ford Coppola's winery that we went to. Well, I'm pretty sure he was there having lunch as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, Hiding so away pretty, somewhere. pretty cool. Um, so, yeah. So, that was just a nice little thing that we picked up. So, Omar. So um, I did have a quick look at Wikipedia and he is a Persian mathematician, astronomer, philosopher and poet um, who was born in northeastern Iran and spent most of his life near the court of unpronounceable and unpronounceable. Um, Sorry, they're they're areas over there that I'm just not going to destroy. Um, And witnessed part of the first crusade. So born in 18, uh, sorry, on the 18th of May, 1048. So, oh, and he lived to the ripe old age of something because he died in 1131. Oh. So if I could do math, that's 3181. Wow, 83. That's that's a pretty ripe old age. Pretty decent. That is decent for the, the Crusades time. I think so. Mm. Um, and so now I have our, all my wine apparatus. has um, bought so us We've got some options. Pourer. So I think I just wanted to show you this because I don't think I've shown you before. So that goes in there and the little, that little Duvalaki pulls oh, out and it pours and really pour. nicely. 
so it pours really nicely and you can keep the flies out your wine me like you like i think i think it's pretty cool um the other apparatus we have is an aerator which i thought might be pretty jolly with this wine i think it might be a good option seeing as it is a red and um, varietal I, I'm trying to sound soups educated about wine, but you I'm really are not. Soups educated oh, about look, wine. You I know what you like, and I think that that's the important thing. That's with wine. half of it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that when you go and start trying things at a winery, you sort of know what to try, and also you know you can talk what flavors you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, and the sommelier I'm can let you pour can tell you what you they think mum. you'll enjoy. Mm-hmm. Because I'm mum. Because no, or I'm you mum. Can, you can be mum. Or because I'm driving. No, no, no. Like you always call the person who's cutting the cake or oh. pouring the wine. Yeah, I don't you're have gonna, to even do maybe that. Maybe I do should I? do that. Yeah, maybe you should do it. Because <laughs> you're it, it looks so it, awkward. It, it's clear that I have no experience, and I'm just like pour it from the bottle, chick. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. Mm, oh. See, it sort of aerates it as it ah, pours it. I'm like it's coming out lumpy, but it's it's all the bubbles that it's getting into it. And so um, it should aerate it up quite nicely. Right. I forget how big these glasses are. I was, just I was, like, I was about pouring. to say, um, you probably need to stop at some point. Um, I'll just have to get a straw. That's a good noise. It's a weird noise, right? It's R- ASMR-y. <laughs> yeah, it is. Maybe, maybe I'll do, I'll pour Lewis's in front of the. Oh, that's an interesting smell. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It sort of smells like dessert. Oh, I'm intrigued to see what so you think it smells like because I, I think it smelled quite. Um, oh no! You quite, know what? I can smell your caramel shirazzy. candle. Oh. That's the problem. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, mm, it smells desserty. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis, if you, I've poured a glass for you. Um, okay, so I can still smell the caramel candle, oh, or really? am I going nuts? You're probably going nuts. Okay. Cool. Um, it's it's like it's really a really subtle. nice, like a cab sav. I think you're right mm. on that. That's okay. Shall we? Shall dive we take in? a take a sip? Dive mm, right in. into the uh... the glasses aren't that big. <laughs> <laughs> That's sharp. That's interesting. Oh, it's very different. It tastes like metal. Yeah. Do you taste that? Yeah. Very metallic, like very coppery. Yeah, yeah. Very coppery. That's interesting. I, I, okay, so there's a few thoughts here. The first one is possibly it's been barreled differently. Mm. Uh, the other thought is um, because it's an export, it's their crap wine. <laughs> 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 because I mean that we do it with our Fosters and and I it's always possible. used to say when I got a French or Italian wine here in mm. Australia I used to drink it and just go no nah, I hate it it's horrible I don't know what they're talking about but I think because they s- sell us all of the you know the cheaper not as good wine because when I travelled. I drank wine in France and Italy and it was some of the best wine I've ever had. Yeah. So uh, the I when um this guy said he's he's bought it from Egypt. I don't know if he's bought it at the um duty free at the airport, which means it's maybe one of the export versions, but but it is one of the biggest uh, supposedly wineries in Egypt, so um they probably know what they're doing. Right. What is that copper taste? copper 
it's interesting because it apparently the grapes so i was just looking at the bobel grape mm. which i'm just gonna go with bobel because i yeah. don't know how to pronounce it um so it's spanish right and i know that it gets fairly warm there but apparently the grape is quite adaptive to its environment that it's mm. um, growing in so that's interesting because it did say it was acidic and i can sort of taste that mm. but <clears throat> quite dry it is dry, but I'm I'm waiting for some sort of other taste. Yeah, I'm just going to give it a little while and then I'm going to... Yeah, we'll let it air. We'll let it air just for a few more minutes. Uh, Lewis's facial expression um, gave us his, <laughs> the indication of how he felt, um, that the wine was possibly a bit weird. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I find that interesting. Also, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but Egypt, probably a fairly Muslim country. Ah. Uh, have no idea. Hmm. I'm not very educated in that way. Because, um, you know, Middle East. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying they're not really drinkers. Yeah. So and maybe that might be part of the thing. I wonder whether it's actually – do you think it's grown in Egypt? It is because it says – Yeah. Yeah. Vin d'Egypt depuis since I, I guess it's I, like I 1882. Uh, yeah, I looked that up. It basically meant – Egyptian wine, okay. wine from Egypt is basically what it meant. Okay. And the winery has been around since 1882. Mm. Um, so oh, no. um, there's the largest religious minorities there being um, Coptic Orthodox, Orthodox Christianity and um, Shia Muslims. Okay. Mm. Well, Christians like their wine, have it with Christ and all that. Mm. Interesting. Which is, I you went, did you go to a Catholic school? No, you no, didn't. Because no. this morning while I was hanging I up. I went to the, a school around the corner from a Catholic school. You did. You did. I was hanging up the washing and I got a, um, a Catholic hymn in my head. And if I started singing it, Lewis would know it because he went to a Catholic school. And I'm like, why? Why is that in my head? Do you know what I've had in my head all morning? Not a Catholic hymn. No, Roadrunner. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. <laughs> Sorry, it's been in my head like all morning. This is like road runner. Me, me, me. <laughs> oh. oh gosh. Well, for those Catholics listening out there, um, the Lord is my shepherd. Oh really? And I want to follow. Oh Lord is God. my shepherd. I want to follow. Wow, that religious education Before really paid off. He goes. <laughs> yeah. Um there's some things I remember, mostly the devil. He's a creepy dude. He is. Stay away from him. So, um, you had some ideas. I did. Yeah. And sorry. So this we got morning, distracted this by morning the I was taste. doing yeah. This morning I was doing a bit of a um a clean up and mm, a and condo. A bit of a clean up. No, a condo. And, oh well. See, this is the question that I have for you, and okay. it's really important. Do you still condo fold? Yes. Isn't it just like because it's been about a year for both of us, hasn't it? Yeah, and sometimes I don't, um, but it's mainly when I'm really busy. And uh, but generally speaking, I would prefer to condo because it fits in properly. All my even my undies are condoed. Um, yeah, but my husband, I said, look, you can put your own stuff away today, and I watched him shove his underwear in the drawer and just about had a conniption. Like no. No. Yeah, it breaks my heart. They won't all fit in properly. You need to condo that shit. (laughs) 
Lewis kind of condos, <sighs> mm. but kind of doesn't. Like, he kind of just does his own fold, but he's worked out a fold that gets everything so he can see. Like, it's kind of stacked in the drawer in a condo yep. kind of way, but it's not the condo fold. I will get him there eventually. Well, I've shown Chris a few times, but I feel like he's not really ready to learn. Mm. I feel like he's he just is, feels like maybe it's just better if I do it. <laughs> He has other talents. He mows the lawn, which I don't want to do. So I'll just let him keep doing it. That is the weirdest tasting wine I've ever had. Uh, I agree. I agree. It's quite dry. It's super dry. Like really dry. Yeah. Like my mouth feels like I'm about to do a speech in front of class. (laughs) My, My oral dissertation. And maybe because we're not used to really dry wines, maybe that's part of the issue. I wonder if like the higher temperatures that it's probably exposed to when it's growing might have something to do with that yeah you're spending some time researching I am. and hopefully we come up with a well, because reason they have high average it's crap they have high <laughs> average temperatures and really poor rainfall mm. so it's a huge challenge for them so i'm guessing a lot of it is irrigated yeah the, the the water source um and grape varieties are quite interesting so as well as this bobal wine um, they, they do a few other things like uh, your Cabernet Sauvignon, Syrah or Shiraz as we like to call it in mm. Australia, um, Grenache and Tempranillo. I did see that they did Grenache and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I've, I thought so. I, I keep meaning to try and I've never tried a Grenache. No, no. I love a GSM. So mm, that sounds naughty. Yeah, it is. Um, so G is Grenache, uh-huh. um, the S is Shiraz, and the M, M of, of... Not Dirty Little M- Merlot, is it? <laughs> no, it's not Dirty Little Merlot. It's um, like Moderve, I think ah. you'd probably say it. Um, but also sometimes it's another grape variety that I can't think oh. of off the top of my head, which okay. is stupid, but, you know, I can't remember everything all the time. Why not? <laughs> because I'm not a genius. Oh. I know, sorry to disappoint. I thought you were. So I think that... Probably as a result of um, – also, they use drip irrigation to make up for the lack of rain. So, I don't know. I think that's probably something to do with the – it's not. It's got a beautiful smell. That's what I can't get over. It's got that beautiful – Are you sure it's not the caramel candle that you've got burning? <laughs> no, it's not. No, like, it smells like it, wine. It does. I, But it's got no subtlety, like – you know, normally you you can taste some some stuff like cherry or you know. I've I've lost that coppery taste that I got in the mm. initial mouthful. I still sort of have it. Mm. My mouth is it's very, still very dry. dry. Yeah, but um, I wonder if it's um done in aluminium vats. Mm. Probably got our aluminium fix for the next week. <laughs> yeah, now I'm losing the coppery taste as well. Yeah. But I'm still not coming up with anything else. No. It's really flat. Yeah. Not my favourite wine, but I no. think it's really interesting hey, trying different wine from around the world. It It is. Because it's, I mean, we do get a bit stuck in our ways because we've got so much great wine over here, both from WA and the rest of Australia. And, and so, New Zealand. We get a lot of New Zealand wine. Oh, yeah. So I, when I go out, I am often picking... Um, I like Barossa Valley wines and I like um, Margaret River, of course. But, yeah, I do end up going a lot of New Zealand wines. If it's on the menu, I mm. would generally pick a, a New Zealand um, wine. So 
Yeah, I think that um, if I know the winery, I definitely will. Mm. I sometimes, like, because there's such a wine, I don't know whether there is a wine glut. I, that might not be the right word for it, but there's so many little wineries and yep. so many people putting out some really, really shitty Sauvignon Blancs yep. in particular. So you just never know what you're going to get. Yeah, so I, I tend to do the ones that I know the winery. Yeah. Um, I find that's usually the best way to go. Sometimes yeah. I'll try something a bit different, just going, oh, look, I don't know which one I want. Oh, I'll try this one. But it depends yeah. on the price because in restaurants you pay so much more for wine. I know, and it's it's like a, such a waste when you get one. There's like no – it's just a slap in the face with, with alcohol instead of just a nice, oh, look at all these flavour notes that I have. Yeah. This is not quite a slap in the face. Um but it's different. Yeah. It's it's a pat on the face. <laughs> pat on the face. Yeah. It's it there's and, no, and like a there's um, no subtlety, but there's also like it's it, it's very gentle. So <laughs> did you feel that? Oh, no? so like a kitten like like a little kitten. Like just like tapping on the face. Are yeah. you awake yet? I'd really like to be fed. Yeah. And yeah. then it gets the hairdryer out and blows it in your mouth so your mouth's all dry. <laughs> really wants you to wake up and feed it oh my god i'm sorry for peeking the no mic. no no i've got it all figured out now in oh. fact you could probably sit a little bit closer to the mic really? if you wanted yeah i'm I think so i'm so I've got this down pat. being close to the mic because i'm always the loudest in the podcast you are but that's okay <sighs> now that i think i've got it worked out i, I did a little bit of experimenting this morning yep do in amongst well. the clean oh so back to the marie Kondo oh, yes. thing so i get a lot of satisfaction out of one like you know being able to get your clothes out easily but the actual folding mm. like there's something about and like working out how you do different things like my gym pants i have to fold a little bit differently than a pair of jeans mm-hmm. I, I quite like that i'm sorry you're folding jeans yeah yeah okay yeah. what we don't hang jeans no oh. i fold them they oh. go in a drawer Oh. My hanging space is really it is, limited. It is limited. That's true. Yeah. Um, I, I hang if I can. Yeah. That's my uh, new motto. I hang if I can. I hang if I can. Doesn't quite rhyme, but it's good enough. <laughs> no, no, I quite like it. Um, but that, that sort of thing. So it got me thinking this morning um, about like little things like with like that repetitive pattern kind of stuff. And one of the things I was remembering, like with, you know, making patterns, mm. triangles make me really happy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know, right? I it's ridiculous. No, no. I think there's a song that's like triangles are my favourite shape. No. I was not aware of this until the day that Chris just randomly said it. He just turned around and said to me, triangles are my favourite shape. And I, I lost my mind like, oh, I, I'm I'm marrying someone who's slightly strange. Like, um, it's it's for real? It, I, but I, I think it's a song. Okay. Yeah. Hang on. Wait, 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 wait. We're going we're gonna to ask our friend Siri. Hey, Siri. She doesn't like us anymore. Play. I remember that you don't like this song. (laughs) (laughs) Shut shut the fuck up when I'm talking to Siri, Rachel. (laughs) I didn't realise Siri took so long to respond. Uh, Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Pause music. (laughs) Hey, Siri. Play the song Triangles Are My Favourite Friend. What? Not favourite friend. What? Now playing Tessellate by Alt J. That's the one. Oh, Tessellate. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's not called Triangles of no, My no, Friend, no. and it's not called Triangles of My Favourite Shape. I was just like going, oh, it sounds like a little bit like Tessellate. I thought there was like a, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Tessellate's a great, great tune. There you go. Um, hey, sorry, stop playing music. <laughs> Abby May does a version of that. I'm sure it's Abby May does a like a version mm. of that. It is so hot. So, so, so hot. So Suri um, confuses and confounds me. Uh, I don't understand, um, like I understand the concept, but I feel like I can't really talk to an, an, a machine because I feel like I might offend it by just being so blunt. Turn it off. Yeah, I don't want to de- – Suri, no, I've said no. I said no, Suri. Don't interrupt. Suri's ignoring you, thank goodness. <laughs> um, Alexa. <laughs> And that's another one, Alexa. But see, I have Siri on my phone and she um, she's an Australian. I have an Australian Siri. Oh, I like bitchy um, Irish man. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. He's quite entertaining. But she never does anything I want her to do. And I've got Chris in my phone as husband and it's always worked before. I'm like, call husband. And she's like, calling husband. But now it's like, I can't call multiple people at one time. I'm like, huh? bitch, I'm only just calling my husband. I don't have more than one. I just have the one. And um, I don't know whether there's an update and they don't recognise the word husband anymore. But Maybe. I mean, very, very new age. Very strange. Can't tell you my favourite Siri story. Sure. Honest to blog, this is true. Honest to blog, is this new? (laughs) Uh, No, no, this is from a number of years ago. Remember dad broke his leg for the second time? My dad likes to break his old femur. Yeah. And um, so I went down from work and went down to Fremantle Hospital and sat in emergency with mum and dad for a while. Oh, this was a while ago. Yeah. Took mum out for dinner, um, well, to get some dinner and take something back for dad. And then there was this big R&R as to whether he could actually eat or not. And, you know, but um, on my way home, I thought, oh, actually, I'd go some pasta. I might go into Melville and get some pasta cup. But I'll call Lewis. And so, you know, hit the button on my steering wheel. I'm like, um, well, I think I said, um, so it doesn't, you don't have to say the hey Siri bit when you do the button on the steering wheel. Right. So I'm just like, call Lewis Sutton. And no joke, Siri says, searching for prostitutes in the Fremantle <laughs> area. I know, right? Like, what the f- Frick. Does Siri know that that was his first job? Or? <laughs> I don't know. This I, is really confusing. I know. So um, I oh, found God. that endlessly amusing. Oh. And um, and there you go. <laughs> well, I don't have any entertaining Siri stories. Uh, and sorry for constantly saying that uh, it's making people's phones go off. But I, I do like to say really rude things and then just get it to say, I'm sorry, I don't understand. Masturbating with a cat on my head. <laughs> I just made that up. I'm sorry. I just thought, what's the the weirdest thing I can think of right now? No wonder Siri hates you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to call her husband for her. She masturbates with cats on her head. I'm sorry. I couldn't think of anything else weird. (laughs) (laughs) You know what brings masturbation to mind? Um, My my friend texted me to ask me if my son was masturbating yet. So, because he's three and and he has a penis. And boys uh, love their penises. At three? 
apparently. So what happens? They do it then and then they forget about it and rediscover it as a teenager. I don't know. I'm not a boy. I don't know how these things work. I feel like we should interview Lewis or something. <laughs> but, but like, I feel like seriously. that's too intimate. But, yeah, that's why yeah, masturbating no. was on my mind and I have a cat. So <laughs> I just put the two together. It's like working out your porn name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Masturbating with a cat on my head. No, no, <laughs> no. that whole thing of like, you know, because you had like uh, it was what a bit of this, a little bit of that. To be? Um, the first street you lived in, and your first cat, or your, and your, sorry, first your first animal, or something. First pet, or yeah, I don't know. I, mm. Mm. Elliot Thomas. I sound like a poet. Elliot Thomas. <laughs> you had a cat called Thomas. Doesn't everyone have a cat called Thomas? It's like it's just the name. No, it's what. It's it's a very on-brand name for cats. I had a Johnny. His full name was Johnny Ginger. Guess what colour he was? <laughs> Brown. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My friend had a uh, ginger cat. She called her Fanta. But I think it had more to do with the fact that um, her markings on her face were like Phantom of the Opera's. Uh, um, yeah. That's pretty cool. I think I'm getting that story correct. If I'm not, whoops. <laughs> I can't remember sorry. everyone's cat origin story. I'm sorry. I try, but it's I like just... superhero origin stories, but more feline and detailed. My my friend had nope. a, a dog, no, called Bingo, and when she told me her dog's name was Bingo, I pissed myself off. I'm like, are you serious? Like of all of the names, that's the, like it's. I'm, I mean, I know I picked the name Jack, which is really standard, but Bingo, it's like that's really going all out there but you gotta sit there in the park and go bingo bingo come back bingo yeah you gotta think about that oh my god bingo why are you so naughty (laughs) why are you so naughty well because you know had to tell it to sit and come back oh dear that's true that's true sorry i keep crying with laughter i know i'm sorry I'm just easily brought to tears uh, in, in all ways. So I keep having to take my glasses off and wipe my eyes. That's all right. Do you want tissue? No. You'll be fine? Yeah. Excellent. I don't know why I'm still drinking this wine. Yeah, I'm at that point now where I'm like, I'm kind of ready to give up on it. I don't know where mm. you're at. Yeah, I'm sort of the same. I took my jacket off because I always get so hot when I'm drinking. And um, I think Lewis might have turned off the air conditioning, which was probably helpful for background yeah. noise. No, I think it's still on, and I'm sorry for gulping in people's ears then. There is no flavour here at all, apart from steel. Now I'm just getting steel. Maybe Mm. it's a stainless steel barrel. Yeah, maybe. Stainless steel vats. Vats. Yeah, this is uh, my lack of education in the wine department coming coming into play here. Oh, dear. Um, I wonder oh, well, if there's there any a, tasting you know notes what? available. There was, it was a nice thought. I, I looked and I couldn't find anything. And I think that's because everything is in a different language. I want to say Arabic, but. Giannaclis wine yards. I, yeah, I, um, I don't know. So it has probably got tasting notes in a different language on the back of it. Uh, it, it was a really sweet gesture. You oh, know, yeah, no, I think to, th- to bring a wine um, for his boss. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know whether he's expecting a promotion or to not lose his job or whether he's just a nice fellow. So See, the, maybe he's all things. All things I mean, to I all don't people. know what year this one particularly was. Well, it's so not it's- 1882, <laughs> even though it says that on there. Pretty sure that's the establishment date. 2.7 out of 5 it's been given on this particular site. Ooh. Um, so vivino.com 
Well, they're kind, aren't they? <laughs> they are very kind. I probably would have rocked a straight two. Um, um, Vivino does yeah. not sell this wine. Um, that, so there's been 416 ratings from the community. Oh. Um, Why does so, it sell it? How did those 416 get it? All presents from workers? Um, maybe. Maybe they went to Egypt and tried it there. Oh. Maybe, maybe that's a possibility. Mm. Um, so I'm just going to go with a couple. Um, I think you'll like this one from someone called Todd Watkins. Enjoyable, but not complex wine overlooking the Nile. So I'm guessing he drank it there. Medium mm. ruby in colour with scents of cherry, plum and raspberry. Taste was also cherry, plum and raspberry. Enjoyed it with assortment of nuts and cheese. He gave it three stars. Um, I do understand why you would pick up plum and cherry from this, but I don't think it's there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's in that person's head. I think you'll also enjoy this review from Kate Ozel. 2.3. Nothing better was found, so in brackets, had to enjoy. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> you know it happens sometimes. At least we, in quotes, tried the local wine. Cheers, wine lovers. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, well, you know, he might just not be a wine person. No, no, no. I think that it's probably the case that it's not an ideal environment for growing wine and freaking good on them for giving it a red hot well, shot. And see, there might be different varietals that grow better. Yeah, like Tempranillo, you'd think like a hotter environment kind yeah. of wine. I see they had a lot of champagnes on their um, Facebook page, oh. which I thought was strange. Yeah. So, um, But maybe the yeah. minerality of the, the soils maybe. might work for champagne. Or sparkling wine. If yeah. we want to be technical. Because I think, isn't there a thing with champagne that then it's not grown in a region that's heavy on rainfall? I can't remember. It's been a while since I've you know, thought about champagne past, oh, this tastes good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not much of a champagne person. No? Not really. Oh, no. I'll drink We're it. quite often... I'll drink it. Oh, okay. That's all right. I'm like, oh, no, because we quite often pop a bottle of champagne when oh, we do Tangent City. I'm, I'm happy to drink it. I don't mind it at all. It's just if I had a choice between, um, say, a Pinot or, you know, a Semsav, I'd probably pick one of them. But sometimes the champagnes are nice because you do like that bubbly sensation and it feels like a celebratory kind of event then. Event. feel like I'm forcibly getting drunk, like – I'm in my 20s and I'm totally at a New Year's Eve party that cost me $85, but the guys who are playing in the band are actually crap. Okay, so, question number two. Yeah. Have you ever drunk Passion Pop? Uh, I don't think I have. What's Passion Pop? It's Maybe really, I have. It's really, really cheap, bubbly that was oh. available. It might be still available today, but it was like it was like $2 or $3 a bottle. Oh. And it was really sweet and bubbly. I don't think I did. I think when I started drinking alcohol, I started with lemon ruskies because oh. I was 17. And then I moved on to cruises. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, I, it's like a cordial with alcohol in it. Yeah, basically. So and fizzy. 
yeah, I mean, I do have to thank my ex, Mark, for um, introducing me to two of the most amazing things in the world, wine and coffee. So You didn't drink coffee until you met Mark? Mm-mm. And really? he introduced me to red wine. I started with red wine before I went to white wine. Wow. Colour me impressed. I know. Which way are you going with Chris in terms of the wines? Because you're trying West, to get him into I wine. I am. I'm starting with white mm-hmm. um, because when we were in France, that's what he had. Mm-hmm. And so he is slowly getting used to that, but he can only really drink one glass mm. and we're starting with um semsavs or, or sbs or just a sb because just because that's what i like yeah. um and they tend more on the sweeter side and the crispier apple side and that's yeah, yeah. sort of because he, he, he drinks cider he drinks cider yeah so um and i did try and get him to ha- taste the tempranillo from juniper um estate because once you've had it yeah there's no going back it's it's like it's pretty amazing. It's like the cigarette after sex. <laughs> it's so good. It just goes down so easily. Not that I've ever had a cigarette after sex, but you know they show it in movies. I know. Color me surprised because I, I used know. to be a smoker. Yeah, it know, never made that. sense to me. My ex used to eat an apple after sex, but anyway, you're learning a lot about my exes today. Sorry, wow. husband. Yeah. <clears throat> really? Really? Always. Most, or most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> wow. He'd get up and I'm like, where are you going? Oh, just getting an apple. And then I'd stop asking because I knew what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you know, you do have to eat after exercise. I know. but So it's a complex sugar. So it, good on him. <laughs> Keeping his sugars up after he's lost a bunch. <laughs> Through his beard. I didn't have to say that. No, you so. didn't, but you do. <laughs> and that's what matters at this point. It's You're right. funny. No one's listening, hopefully. Not uh, my husband. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll just sneak this one out and not tell him about it. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> not going to work. He listens to all my work because he loves me. Oh, really? Oh, crap. So does my brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's oh all right, God. Sean. She doesn't really have sex. She's still a virgin it's fine just the once just the once we have a boy oh yeah that's right (laughs) i thought it was like a have you ever watched jane the virgin no you should watch that it's really did you ever watch the soap operas when you were younger i used to watch like a little bit of the bold and stuff like that no i watched neighbors and home and away for a period okay and you know to the point where i still somehow remember the home and away music the lyrics how, yes. they, how do these things get stuck in your head? Um, They're formative years, I guess. Um, I think that you just listen to it every time. And mm. because, like, you had Closer to sit through it, you couldn't, you couldn't fast forward. No, that's true. There's no fast forward option. Oh, man, away. Can you not? Because I'm going to have that as a fucking earworm now. It's better than Roadrunner. <laughs> Mimi. I'm sorry. I've broken the cork. Um, that's okay. You I don't need, think we're recorking. No. We could probably put that the fat end in. The fat end. <laughs> if you want to cork it and take it home, get Chris I to mean, try some. I was just listening to a Wozcast with Alex on it. And oh. I mean, sometime, or, or does he go by Eugene? I forgot what, what he was on there as. Mm-hmm. I think Alex. Alex. <laughs> and um, yeah, he was talking about how he's good with pulling the knobs off and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's his fault. I've been influenced. He can be a bit dirty. I know, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you finished your wine. Yeah, I know. I, 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 
I've, you know that whole thing when you're growing up and you're told, you know, you have to eat everything on your plate because, you know, other people aren't so lucky to have all that food. All those African kids and missing out on wine because you're not drinking it. No, it's not that they're missing out because no you're logic. not drinking it. But you shouldn't let things go to waste. I probably should have let that go to waste. Admittedly, I had a very small glass. I, I was very enthusiastic, enthusiastic when I poured yours. So I do apologise. Did you end up getting anything else? It gets better as you keep drinking it. Yeah. Um, the initial taste of it's okay. It's just the after steel metallic taste. Yeah, I think that that's that really dry. Mm, like pulling every moisture out of every part of my body kind of feeling. <laughs> <sighs> is it, Should we wrap things up? I think we probably should. Um, I think Cecilia is probably just about here and yeah. we're going we're gonna to do a little bit of recording stuff. But yep. um, I think we'll head off for this episode and we'll catch you again in a little while. That's right. Keep your ears peeled. That's not a thing. Keep your ears peeled. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by the Gentlemen of Pop Culture.